Hey Kim, I'm just trying to kick it with you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Kicking It With Kim, the podcast. And you already know we back in that thing. I'm your host, Kim. And I'm just ready to sip some tea with the music industry. So let's begin because my timeline has been in complete shambles. Not really sure what's occurring, but... We all just about to sit here and analyze it because I have some things to say, okay? Since we're talking about the music industry, let's just start right here at Mace and Sean Diddy Combs. Wow, wow, wow. So basically, Mace is calling out Diddy for allegedly not paying him and other artists what they are owed. I'm going to give you some background, a quick timeline of events, and we're going to analyze this thing together because what is going on? (laughs) Mace was 19 years old and he was introduced to us through Bad Boy. Mace debuted on Combs' remix of the 112 single Only You and quickly became a guest rapper on many other Bad Boy releases and other Combs-related projects. Diddy showcased Mace in high-profile settings to ensure that by the time Mace released his own album, every hip-hop fan in America would already know who he was. Mace released his debut album Harlem World in 1997, which was an instant smash. In April of 1999, Mace announced his retirement from music to pursue a calling from God. So now we can kind of segue into Diddy's Grammy speech and his Rock Nation brunch speech. So basically, if you guys didn't know, the Grammys was this past Sunday and Sean Combs called out the Grammy Awards for dissing rap and R&B. The whole weekend, the theme of each of his speeches were about togetherness, black excellence, the game has been elevated, and he just put a lot of emphasis on the black community and how he wants to see us together, united, pretty much. And as far as the Grammys were concerned, he really wanted to make it clear that he wants more transparency as well as diversity. Mace took to Instagram and he called Diddy clean out, basically saying that Diddy owes him some money. (laughs) And he also said that, you know, I listened to your Grammy speech. I listened to your little shindig at the Rock Nation brunch. And it seems to me that you're suddenly for the people, suddenly for the artist. So cut me my check. (laughs) is basically what this man was saying and he also made it clear in his very long instagram post which you can check out on his page at rsvp mace he stated that puffy still owns publishing from 24 years ago and puff only gave the man twenty thousand dollars he claims he's diddy's biggest artist alive And he just wants his money now. 
And I mean, what the heck? This is not the first time I've heard Diddy owe somebody some money. <laughs> I mean, is Diddy as bad and evil as they say? Like, what what's going on? And, you know, if I'm going to be honest, Mace, you're not getting that money back. I hate to break it to you like this, but you're not. In the 90s, it was so many bad deals going around. People were signing anything. You just signed a bad deal, and now you're shitty. Like, you know, it sucks. Diddy is definitely bogus. But you just signed that bad deal. But you're not getting that publishing back. I'm sorry. You're not getting it back. But one thing that really stood out to me was a tweet that I saw. And the tweet was basically talking about how, despite all of this, Mace really seems to exhibit excellence. He went about this in in such a kind and respectful way. He didn't necessarily bash Diddy. He didn't talk down on him. But he basically stated that, you know, I'm in a place in my life where I can support myself. I got money. um, And I'm ready for you to cut me my check. So I read a post that said, the part of Mace's post that resonated with me was, I wanted to wait until I was financially great so that I could ensure I was addressing this from a pure place and not out of spite. And let me just add, in the midst of reading Mace's Instagram post, he also stated that he has $2 million in cash for Diddy to sell his publishing back to him. But like I said before, Mace, you're not getting that publishing back and you're not getting a dime from Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Brother Love, Puffy, Sean Combs, whatever you want to call him, man. It's it's just not going to happen. I just think this was a case of you signed a bad deal. You weren't thinking long term. That was some big money to you back in the day. You got it and you got got. And that's that on that. I just really would like to know, though, like, is Diddy really as bad as they say? Because this is not the first time I've heard this. And, you know, that's bogus. But um, is this how the rich keep staying rich? Not not paying folks what they earned? Because I need to know. So, yeah, let me know what y'all think. If y'all seen the story, are y'all surprised? You know, what's the tea? Let's talk about it. Because, I mean, the people are talking, and apparently Diddy is up there with Birdman and them. And I was just like, oh, my word, Diddy? (laughs) Somebody made a tweet that said, I could care less what Diddy said at the Rock Nation brunch or Grammy's nonsense. Yet, as always, we need to come together as a people referring to black people and he's still out here stiffing people of money they earned now i see why we can't reach another level as a race wow okay we'll say that so yeah make sure y'all let me know because it's just like what is going on diddy i mean he's not gonna respond but i'm curious as to what he says and some more comments that I did enjoy. They done said, Diddy ain't no better than Birdman. <laughs> oh, my word. Mm, mm, mm. They talking about Mace. You better spray him with some Mace. <laughs> that was lame, but it was cute. 
So yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see what is going to happen. Next on the agenda, we have Lil Wayne. He just released a new album on January 31st, 2020, and it is entitled Funeral. What the heck are you trying to tell us, Wayne? What what's what's going on? Okay, the people want to know. <laughs> but I did listen to all 24 songs on the album. Job well done, Weezy F Baby, and the F is for Phenomenal. You have outdid yourself. Lil Wayne also honors Kobe Bryant, who recently passed away in a tragic helicopter crash, killing not only him, but his 13-year-old daughter and seven other passengers with 24 seconds of silence on the eighth song to honor his life. Also, if you look at the cover art for this new album and flip it upside down, Funeral spells Lil Wayne. <laughs> Who you know? Who do you know? Because I'll wait. Exactly. So, yeah, the people are talking and they love the album. Someone said, if this is Lil Wayne's last album, then he's done well. He deserves every accolade. Someone else said, Lil Wayne won album of the year in January. Hashtag funeral. But yeah, I listen to all 24 songs. I usually have to listen to an album five, six times to determine, you know, whether I like it or not. But it was good to me. My favorite song so far is called Harden. I enjoyed that. If you listen to it, let me know. My Instagram is Braceface Tuck. And yeah, moving right along. Next, we have Cardi B and Offset. If you haven't heard, it was reported, and there is a video out there that Offset threw some punches at a man who threw a drink at Cardi B in the club. What incarnation is going on here? I mean, y'all are wildin'. They threw a whole drink at her, y'all. Like, I am not making this up. Somebody from the crowd must have been feeling themselves because they tossed a drink. Not even, like, tossed a drink, but threw it to where just the liquid was able to, like, spray out. Offset must have jumped off that stage, threw them punches, and it was over with. I mean, like... What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> Seriously, what is occurring? Y'all wildin'. And I mean, and all I have to say is, good job, Offset. I mean, as a man, as a husband, you not tolerating that shit. I mean, come on. That's so disrespectful. A drink, though? I mean, people don't throw tomatoes no more. Like, what? why? It just didn't make sense. So, yeah. That's that on that. There is a video on Instagram, Twitter. Check it out. Yeah. I ugh, I don't know. Y'all, it's crazy. For real. And just uh, since we're right on topic, let's finagle our way into Nicki Minaj, the queen of rap. I mean, after her two to three month long hiatus... The queen is back and looking better than ever, in my opinion. Like, she is back 
and snatched. You could check out the Instagram post on her page at Nicki Minaj to see this. And I guess I'm just so blown away because she just looks amazing. I don't know if she took the booty implants out, but she looks good. She looks slim. You already know Arrogant Tay on the installment of the weave so you know her hair looks good i mean she just looks good she also posted a photo of her and her lame husband but um he's a lame so we're just gonna focus on the queen here but yeah she does look good i i i don't know it's just she's giving me a look that's pretty much what I would like to say. She looks good. She looks slim. Um, but honestly, I her husband is so lame to me. I cannot not talk about this. Like, he just gives me Weenie Hut Jr. vibes. Like, ugh, just how he be dressing, his stance. Like, gee, what do you do? For real. Like, come on. He just looks so lame. But, you know... If she's happy, I guess I'm happy. So kudos to them. Nicki Minaj is back. She also just dropped a song with Megan Trainer this week. Make sure y'all go check that out. And yeah, that's that's that on that. We just wrapped that thing up super quick. The queen is back and she's looking better than ever. Now, on to a more serious note. Terry Crews, people. Terry Crews, sir. What are you doing? <laughs> Let's talk about it. So just to build some background, Terry Crews is currently in the hot seat for recent tweets made on his page where he basically expressed his lack of support for Gabrielle Union, who recently took a stand against racism in the workplace after she got fired from America's Got Talent for similar circumstances. And, you know, I... I just don't even know where to start. Terry Crews, his tweets have been a little reckless as of late. Um, not really sure what's going on, but I'm going to try to um, dissect it a bit. So, he basically made these tweets. Well, actually, no. It was a video where I... Because... I don't know. I have mixed emotions. So, okay. There was a video where someone asked about the climate of his workplace on America's Got Talent. And he basically was stating that, you know, this is a very loving and diverse place. I meet people from all over the world. I've never experienced anything to this level. Woo, woo, woo. And I guess people were kind of upset about that um because it came off as if he was disregarding his former co-workers feelings in her situation which wasn't necessarily a good look but once I read through some comments and really got a gist of what was going on some people were saying hey you you can't be mad that Terry Crews had a different experience than you did he didn't experience that Therefore, all he has to say is good things about America's Got Talent. Whereas some people, Gabrielle Union, experienced something that was totally different. 
and we should hear her we should support her blah 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 which is cool i get it so i feel what both parties are saying um but then Terry Crews issued this apology. You guys can read the ACT passage on his Twitter at Terry Crews, where he kind of gave this lazy quote unquote apology to Gabrielle. And um, I guess it was BS. Dwayne Wade tweeted, someone please take at Terry Crews's phone, period. <laughs> Okay, and you already know Gabrielle Union made a tweet that said, can someone please ask about what happens to all that diversity folks are talking about behind the scenes? Like legit, where the hell is all that diversity in the production though, homie? In the decision-making ranks, who controls the fate of the diversity in front of the camera? Question mark. And you can check out her tweets at It's Gabrielle U. And I mean, I don't know. It was just starting to unravel quick. I mean, I was I was not prepared for this roller coaster. And this is where, you know, I kind of got lost. Terry Crews made a tweet that is now deleted, but you already know. I'm I'm the screenshotting queen. I don't I don't already got you, Terry. I seen you. But he made a tweet that said there is only one woman on earth that I have to please her name is Rebecca not my mother my sister my daughters or co-workers I will let their husbands boyfriends partners take care of them <clears throat> what the heck are you even talking about like can we just dissect this paragraph there's only one woman on earth that you have to please. And Rebecca is his wife for you all who didn't know. But he has like, I don't even want to misquote this, but the man has like three, four, five daughters. And you don't think you have to please them. You don't have to please your mom, your sisters, your co-workers, um, Gabrielle Union. It, it was just weird. Like what, what? What made you really say that? Like, it really didn't make sense. And if I was his daughter, I would have been like, uh-uh, get this jigaboo away from me. Because what are you talking about? Like, what? It was just so weird. Like, I don't know. But to, I guess we'll see what happens with that. It was just a weird remark, a weird apology. And I guess people just want him to support his coworker. I think that's what it comes down to. I get both sides, but people just want him to support Gabrielle and not disregard her experience. Although you didn't experience the same thing that she did, that doesn't mean that you just look over what she said. You know, support her. This is your coworker. But I mean, I guess. So now we have some breaking news. Apparently, there is some virus trickling through the streets called coronavirus. And basically, this is a family of viruses known for containing strands that cause potentially deadly diseases in mammals and birds. And in humans, 
They're typically spread via airborne droplets of fluid produced by infected individuals. And I did some research on this because this is serious. I take my health serious. Um, you have a three cough minimum around me, you know, two sneezes at the most. But this is serious. People are dying, y'all. So basically, the outbreak of coronavirus in China and its spread to other countries has prompted travel restrictions and concerns about the virus, prompted the cancellation of a Chinese New Year event in Chicago this weekend. Yes, in Chicago. Two major airlines have suspended all flights to China due to concerns over a global outbreak of coronavirus. There's a do not travel warning to China as concerns grow over the coronavirus outbreak. The World Health Organization has just declared coronavirus a global health emergency. Jesus Christ, wash your hands, wear a face mask. People, we have got to work together on this. And lastly, a second Chicago resident has tested positive for coronavirus. First human-to-human -human transmission of the virus in the United States. <laughs> what are the odds, people? Chicago, out of anywhere else, I mean, why? I don't need this kind of negativity right now. I'm trying to stay healthy. You know, this is just a lot. I'm overwhelmed. Um, so, yeah, some of the symptoms, just to keep y'all informed, is just fever, aches, chills, fatigue, coughing, sneezing, headaches. It's like flu-like symptoms, but um, it's deadly. So, you know, I really don't want that. I value my life. I would like to make it to my birthday this year. So, yeah, they also say that this virus is spread through touch, the exchange of bodily fluids, contaminated food and water from infected insects and animals. So people, please remember to wash your hands and cover your coughs. PSA, it's, it's getting real out here, y'all. It is getting real. And we just gonna leave it at that. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Cam, and this is Kicking It With Cam, the podcast. If you want to keep up with me, make sure you follow my Instagram at Tuck, and stay tuned for another video. Make sure you come back and kick it with me.